0: We don't notice nature, says Hot Mess Mama.
1: That's really cool. Hey guys, um, it is me, Carrie, and Amy, Ashley. Um, we are starting this podcast. Um, it we are known as the AKA Hot Mess Express. Um, we decided that we would just try to figure out a podcast because we were sitting and chit-chatting and one day about all the stuff that we weren't really taught growing up. And how um, we've just had to figure stuff out as we we're growing. So it's like, you know, stuff that should just be simple knowledge. We had no idea. Like I watched a TikTok and this, my whole life I've been tying a bathrobe wrong. Like no one taught me. I, you just tie it around the back and that's how you're supposed to do it. But I watched a TikTok and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Have I been living life wrong this whole time? Because nobody taught me how to tie a bathrobe. So then we started talking about all the other things that we did that we've had to learn as we went and we figured why um, not have a conversation? Why not sit and talk every week about some topics that um, are really a little close to us. So um, that's how we got the idea. Um, We're all kind of from different backgrounds and we all kind of are living a little different lifestyle. I, um, have um, been in a relationship for a while um, I refuse to get married I will never get married again um, I have already been divorced three times <laughs> and I have two kids from that divorce well not from the divorces it, I have two kids so I've been married three times and then I have two baby daddies so it's a nice little story um, so I've lived life a whole different kind of way I'm still I have some jobs and companies but I'm still working in the mainstream world, working, you know, like nine to five, but with lots of overtime and like requirements where um, my co-anchors have actually kind of stepped out and are working their own businesses and being their own bosses, which I'm very jealous (laughs) about. Um, My name's Amy, I have seven
0: kiddos. I've been married 20 years this year. Um, My husband is a preacher. I'm a homeschooling mama, and I'm a crap addict with ADD. I can't stick to one thing, so I'll always have 10 different businesses going at one time. Um, but my kiddos are getting ready to leave the next, so I'm really looking at who I'm going to be outside of that. Um, I'm Ashley. I have five children of my own, but together, my husband and I have 10. So we're on our second marriages each. Um We homeschool my children his children are public school and um i don't know who i (laughs) am
1: so you you have the youngest kid in the group don't you two yeah yeah mine are all about to leave the nest Mm -hmm. i don't have any little kids my youngest um i have uh the guy i'm in a relationship with he has two kiddos so our youngest is technically 12. so 12 and 14 are our youngest two um but at that age, as y'all know, they just start kind of doing their own thing. So that's kind of like pre nest, I think. The pre empty nest stage is when they hit that hide. teenager mm-hmm. and they just hide mm-hmm. and they do their own thing. Um, but then we have two that are like physically going to go away. So um, I think I have the, you have a mix, but you yes. still have some little in the home. I have from 24 all the way down to 7, and then I have one granddaddy. So you are. I'm a yeah, grandma. Me as a grandma. <laughs> so definitely a whole different group of like. I feel like we bring a bunch of different perspectives to this. Um, I well, I have stepchildren who have left the nest.
0: Um, I have one that's married. I have two, uh, two that's in, three that's in college, and then one that's still in high school. Those are all my stepkids. So, but I, I, I because I'm their stepmother, they didn't like leave my nest. Yeah.
1: So to speak, But you could be your grandma, uh, yeah. <laughs> you never know. We <laughs> so might have two grandma's on this podcast.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's a valid decision not to have children. Um, but so my oldest uh stepchild is married, I adore him and I adore his wife even more. Um, and I probably have maybe the closest relationship with him as far as um, my husband's children go, and he, I probably. Feel like is more mine than the rest of the stepchildren, just because there's some trauma there with um, that whole family, and and I love all the kids, but he has. Anyway, we're just a little bit closer. Like he, he's he left the house sooner. He was able to maybe form his own opinion sooner than the other ones, and I think they will all come to their own decisions and not just their their other mom's
1: decision, but that's not the. Point. Oh, I agree. I feel like <laughs> I have, like, so... But um, I don't
0: know that they'll have kids. You don't know? Because, you know, she's, she's confided in me that the other household is, is hard. It's yeah. hard, and it, it's the fear of raising children in that environment um, I think maybe, maybe so
1: tough or scary that they may not i like did not have that choice i got knocked up when i was pretty young (laughs) so um and then uh my oldest son me and him have pretty much grown up together so like all the bad relationships i've been in all of the drama like he has grown up with me so we're very close but like having i don't have that relationship with my partner's oldest daughter because like, we didn't go through that, and then we're kind of in that, I've kind of stepped in her turf, because there was no other woman for a very long time, so I'm kind of, like, we in that relationship, so I get that, like, rocky relationships are fun, and we'll definitely talk about that as we're growing. Um, we'll definitely have some kid topics on what, how to help, and what. To do and how not to like freak out when you're growing these relationships but like one of the biggest things like right there like one of the things we wanted to talk about is how we as women have masks on um i will tell you that getting closer to not having to be at a sporting event every single day um really has got me questioning who i am and like um what my goals are really in life because up until this point it was you know to keep the children alive like your job you brought these kids in the world and like your job is to meet their needs you're supposed to take care of them and if they want to play this sport we were going to play this sport and um we're going to have these friends and like anybody who knows me knows like everybody becomes my babies um so like i'm going to feed everybody i'm going to take care of everybody and like do you need a ride let me get you um, let me get you there. It's okay. I got you. Um, but who am I when that goes away? Because I'm, I'm that person. And then my other thing is um, I've been a social worker for so, so long. I don't know. No. When someone asks me, hey, who are you? What are you? Like My immediate response is social worker or mom. And until I started really getting involved with you guys, I didn't sit back and be like, I don't have anything. Like, I don't have, I don't craft. I don't sit down and read a book. Like, I, I my hobbies are making other people's hobbies be complete Like, I yeah. don't have hobbies. <laughs> so.
0: But we've, um, in the last three or four years, have really made a priority to have some kind of identity outside of our kids. and um, and our and some other friends, friends that our uh, we have like a Wednesday social group that we we put together, and then we have a yearly mom trip that we go. And I think it's important to have an identity outside of your your family because when the kids go, I don't I don't really want to add that whole meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> like I want a little meltdown, a little one. <laughs> that was for me. I started thinking about that um, really about when I get 30. I was a young mom, had I, a I first one at 19, mm-hmm. so that has been my whole identity and my whole life is mom and kids, and I have a lot of kids, so it was you know a continuation, and then I realized I have really lost the, like, pure mom. You know, like as you know, a preacher's wife, you can have those expectations that you have to live up to and what they think you're supposed to be. As a homeschooling mom, those communities are rough, guys. Oh, <laughs> yes, real rough. Are. <laughs> you have these expectations that you're supposed to be, and society's I don't like that. I don't like somebody me and what to do. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I had Braxton when I was 19, but it was like, I was 19 and then, um, yeah. so I was, I was young. But I realized maybe a few years ago that I don't think I've ever had my own identity. I never lost myself. I never you had yourself. myself. Yeah. Yes. I was always, um, in the household that I grew up in, I was, I was the oldest daughter. So there's those responsibilities and expectations. I was part of a blended family. So there was a different set of expectations of how a stepchild should be behave. And then I was adopted by my step-parent. And so there was a lot of, I never had a clear identity of who I was. I do know at some point um, I was on a mission to create my own family and so that's where my first baby came from it came from a desire to seek out love that was real and unconditional um and what and the baby just loves you for existing and that's not the best reason to have a baby at all <laughs> um that's a lot of pressure on a baby but it's I think I was thinking that getting away from my nuclear family, you know, it's to be, be myself,
1: right,
0: of mine. Um, and so I've, I've been a mom for the last 17 years. And when I was pregnant with my last baby, we didn't know she would be our last baby, but my, my dad had a stroke and I was in the hospital with my grandma, who I have a strained relationship with. And she's like, why do you have all these kids? And in my mind, I was like, well, sure I need them. I need I need all these kids. And I just told her, because I, I like kids. Um, that helps give you a sense of validation. Yeah. And I've that, done that before, with the, my kids. You know, I'm a good person, and I'm a mom for all these kids. Mm-hmm. And then, or, you know, that works, and that knocks you off lot. Yeah, oh, I used to get such yes. a, like, it was such a compliment when I married my husband. Because when I married my husband, he had five children. I had three at the time. Um, and people would say, well, if anybody can have eight kids, it's you. Because I was always the nanny. I was always the babysitter. And I'd bring my kids with me. And I was always, like, taking care of a passel of kids because that's what I was good at. Um got that validation from me too. Yeah and and then when there was a time not too long ago there was like a major burnout and that turned into a whole thing where we finally drew some boundaries with my husband's ex and our um, blended family and But anyway, you, like, I had a burnout. To, yeah, you yeah, had a burnout. Like, these, these aren't, these are not my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a mom who loves them and is doing all of these things with them. I don't have to put my kids on the back burner to take care of other people's children for this validation that I'm a good person, that mm-hmm. I'm a good I mom. I think that's really hard for us as because we do want to in general. Everybody in their life, we want to, because mm-hmm. I do that. Like, you're, you're constantly on the go, you know, you're constantly the oh, sports yeah. mom, you know, yeah. you're trying to fill in for everybody. Else. And we know other moms like that. Yeah. And I think that's a general issue for women in general. Yes, that we have to fill all of these roles and do them all well. And do them well.
1: I think they do them well. And, the, and, and yes. the
0: person who can do them the wellest
1: is the it's best. The best. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, um, we, it happens at my house, like I'm trying to Get everything like it's supposed to be. Get everything loaded in the car. Trying to pack this, pack that. Well, I've become this little grouchy, mm-hmm. snappy person. Me too. Yes. That lasts like longer like here's your order. You're supposed to do this, do that. Put this in the car, do that. Um, so much so that, like, I have a nice little reputation um, with all of my kids' friends because first off, I'm gonna call you out really fast. And if I've told you to do something, you need to do it. Now, I'm going to love you. Mama Carrie's going to love you. And Mama Carrie's gonna show sure you're taken care of. But part of being loved by me is I will probably yell at you. And I'm going to put you in your place. And I'm going to boss you around. Oh, I don't know. But I want, get mouth. like, in my Oh, I get wow, <laughs> Like, loud. <laughs> really fast. And then you're I like. With my kids. Oh, I'll do it with everybody. Like, I'll be at the baseball game. Let me ask
0: you this. If
1: you were putting all these expectations of
0: of getting everybody to where they need to be, how often do you delegate responsibility? I don't. Yes. I am. have you guys have heard, like, we use this analogy with husbands, you know, your work job gets all of the bread, like your loaf of bread, Um, but when you get home, you have your crumbs. Well, everybody, society and church and the expectations put on me, they get my bread and my family they get my grumpy crumbs and snappiness mm-hmm. and overwhelmed overstimulated meltdowns i mean like, not like abusing anybody but <laughs> but out. i'm burning but out. Yeah. Yeah. and these are expectations that i put on myself nobody asked me mm-hmm. i mean yeah. sometimes i'm asked, but i mean i don't say no my kids call it my nice voice They're like mm-hmm. Oh, like, you're talking to others. You've got that nice, sweet voice. When you're with us, you're grouchy and you're grumpy yeah. and you're yelling at us. are like, why do you do that? Oh, Addy called me. hi oh, was like, you yeah. we were just talking. And then he's like, walked up to the window and you we were so nice. And then he yeah, turned around and yelled this. at me again. And she goes, don't you know that's not I'm like, don't you know that's your fault? <laughs> 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 you're doing this to me. You're driving me
1: insane.
0: They didn't upset so, me. Not, Our kids just those yeah. expectations on them. and other people because they're not their kids are very sweet with them and they're very patient yes. with them mm-hmm. and i'm like but you know better. like you know mm-hmm. or or whatever you know like i'll just call them out because i don't want to be that mom who is like oh my god you're perfect
1: and everything anything wrong Oh yeah, I'm the first one to be like, Oh, was it mine? Yes. Was it mine? <laughs> just go ahead and tell me if it's mine so I can figure it out when we get home. I'm
0: like, Amy, last week you like, um I'm not wanting to say anything, but this happened.
1: And she she didn't
0: say whose kid it was, like it was mine. I know. It was it was it was this one, right? And this other mom was like, No, it must have been mine and sure enough it was one of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> mine are the ones
1: that would be doing something. Oh, <laughs> You're just like, okay. But like part of the things we really want to talk about is like how the society, the pressure of society putting on us because when you walk, because y'all mentioned church, and like when you walk into church, do you feel like every single person in in that room is like looking at how you're addressing your child and how you're dressed and how your child is dressed and are you and like we are like when these people look at me, they're going to judge how great I am as a mom by the way yes. we look when we walk in this room.
0: And how they behave and, you know, the, oh, your kid is so well behaved or you had a rough day today or, and um, I, like, get such a pat on the back when they're like, oh,
1: this kid is so sweet and they're my favorite. Because, I mean, I raised him, you like, yes, the right way. I did it. I um, had to give up a, a lot of control. Back when my youngest son um, was in the first grade, he had an extreme speech impediment. It was real bad. Um, Done speech therapy since he was three. And at this time, I worked um, for DHR, which is Child Protective Services in other states. And he went to a school that I'm in a lot of times, removing kids from the school, removing them from their home. So I definitely want this child to work together when he goes to school. Yeah. I, not only do I have the pressure of a, of a mom, but I have the pressure of my work at this point and like my role in these other children's lives. do you know, from that aspect, what people are looking for. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, please, can you get yourself together today? Well, he was to the point at school where... He's coming home in tears every day. He's squalling every morning because I'm trying to put the clothes on. And um, because I'm trying to paint this picture when he goes to places. So, this one that morning, I just gave up. I had no more in me. I could care less. So, he went to school. This is when the hoodie started. And anyone who knows my youngest, um, he has a hoodie on at all times. We've gotten a little better, but this is when it started. He had a hoodie on, shorts, one tall sock, one short sock. And I cannot remember if he was wearing two shoes or not. Could not remember, but I was done. Could care less. Gave up. Sent him to school. All day long, I waited for the, the counselor of the school to call me, to ask me Everything okay? what was wrong. Yeah. Like, what did I, <laughs> like, what was going on? Were you asleep this morning? So <laughs> she finally calls me in the afternoon. I'm like, here we go. And she's like, I don't know what happens today um but from this point on he can wear whatever he wants to wear to school because he up until this point had not been successful in therapy at all at school he would not do his physical uh his speech therapy He would not do it he would crawl his eyeball oh. down and squall and just be like i don't want to do this it was so hard for him the day he shows up a hot mess he's comfortable he's comfortable he's He's got confidence so they're like we don't care anymore Mm -hmm. and it was really hard to let go and but to watch him now he's really grown into a different person and it's so funny because you're like this kid is is like where he's at now like whoa but that was one of those moments I had to just give up and just take whatever was going to come I was like here we go I'm mean, going to be professionally embarrassed, not just embarrassed as a mom. I'm going to have a professional embarrassment today. But in the field, if you have an anxious kid, you would say, let him wear what he wants to wear. Yes, in my job, I, what yeah, I do, I would be giving the advice yes. to another parent to just let them let him be. Yeah. Like, this is, like, but it goes back to the expectations, like, what side is he going to look? Me, how can right. I tell these people what to do and how to do this child if, yeah. I, if I'm not together? Right, and um, we'll probably touch base on a lot of that during that that stint while I worked that job. I did have I was in a very, very uh, physically and emotionally abusive relationship, mm-hmm. so trying to hold myself together in that position was really that was something
0: control, yeah,
1: That's the way he looked exactly. And I could control this, so it's just so much. Um, but
0: it brings you know, up a, a point for me, though. We talk about our identities, and a lot of our identities is based on other people's expectations. But yet, in turn, we turn around and placing those on our children. Mm-hmm. And now, and that's just our perceived expectations of what other people expect of us. They don't really say, "Well, you have to map you have to look this way, you have to act this way." Yes. But we perceive that that's their expectations, and yeah. we
1: carry that burden. And it's, an imaginary, that's what I it's yes. an imaginary burden it doesn't yes. exist like no one has told us we have to do these things mm-hmm. but and i think some of it is being a southern woman yes but oh, yes. like, in then in the north and in the west i bet they would not work like these are like because you cannot run into somebody's name all at the grocery store mm-hmm. looking a hot mess Fix your face I, I mean they're gonna they're gonna call you out right there and then it's gonna be the whole town's gonna really talking the about the whole it. town it's gonna get around to all the different
0: churches and all this and mm-hmm. that is why i think well i'm not from here <laughs> y'all are always <laughs> like i ran into so, and i'm like i don't uh, know nobody. i think <laughs> the main part of it is mine is a rebellious spirit because i don't like people mm-hmm. so you know josh is quote of the baptist preacher he, he's very conservative i so, you know my tattoos so <laughs> my nose ring and my purple hair and you know like i, I want to push the boundaries, i want to push the limits
1: because yeah. i don't
0: like expectations. you know my youngest two are living their best selves because i don't have those you know you have to look a certain way anymore i did that with my first three and then i had that um <clears throat> that little breakdown <laughs> and, and, and i was like if Ben did not want to wear this he does not have to he can wear whatever and so if you come to my house uh he might not be wearing pants he might not be wearing a shirt he might just be in his underwear and you know what as long
1: as he's wearing underwear
0: we're we're okay
1: (laughs) well all right guys so that's like a little taste that's just like our intro um we're gonna start growing this podcast um we're hoping to try to post something every two weeks as we're growing um We're going to try to do some videos. That's why we got that going on. Um, So um, we'll probably post this whole video with the little blooper at the beginning because I think it's (laughs) hilarious and it really kind of shows who we are. And um, I've learned that we'll probably do a little on YouTube, but we'll have our full podcast on um, Anchor and Spotify and Apple podcast. So I'm really excited to... Grow and uh feel free to email us topics you would like us to talk about and
0: check out
1: all our social media yeah we're on we're making the tiktokies so we're doing Carrie, all things. Our what is it like
0: follow subscribe comment share everything all the things all the things
1: do all the buttons that Carrie's click all the
0: buttons
1: up there. so we appreciate it and we're super stoked to grow with y'all please send us topics like share comment click this and that. All right, thanks guys.